What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'll shut down the virus, not the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. Once we shut down the virus, I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. Look, there is no federal solution. People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And masks are protective, and we, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if, in fact, you've been vaccinated. Good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If, in fact, you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you are protected, and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. When the children go out into the community, you want them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at, at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family, uh, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. The, 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 the pediatric, the Academy of Pediatric, actually makes that recommendation that children should be wearing masks uh, from two years old onward. And you're asking now, if your child is a member of your household, can you walk outdoors with your child without a mask? According to that chart, the answer is yes. But the child can't, not to beat it, yeah. beat it to death. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because now the CDC says, I mean, I think I've got this right. One mask is better than zero masks. Two masks is better than one mask. But you don't have to have double masks. Is, is that right? I mean, you know, it became clear that cloth coverings that you didn't have to buy in a store that you could make yourself were adequate. And then you want it to fit better. So one of the ways you could do it, if you would like to, is put a cloth mask over. Are you a double masker, Dr. Fauci? Look like you are. <laughs> Well, hello there, fam. Here we are. Here we are in this humble little podcast hosted by me, Joe Wakili. Just some guy that has some opinions on some stuff, and there's a lot of stuff to have opinions on in this world. So I'm going to share with you some things that I hope you're going to have some opinions on, too. Not just tell you my opinion, but let you formulate your own. So, yeah, I started off the show with some silly clips from some silly people, Joe Biden and Anthony Fauci, two clowns. So I love, you know, goofing on Fauci and Biden and Harris and Walensky, you know, but there's actual heavy hitters out there that I think we should all sort of not just hear about them here and there, like just hear their names and, you know, write it off, but actually listen to what they say. When you see people like Klaus Schwab, when you see people like the Pfizer CEO, when you see people like Bill Gates, 
you just they just have this aura about them, this arrogance, this bravado, this just all-powerful sort of aura, and they 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 know what they're doing to you. They know what they're doing to you. It's a coordinated plan, and they know it, and they and they put it right out in front of your face. The Pfizer CEO he says we we're using nanotech. We've teamed up with a nanotech company to usher in a new age of genetic editing. Like he he, he goes he says it he says it on the Bloomberg uh, clip. I'll play that clip for you right now. You you know. God help you trying to understand his garbled ass words, but if you listen to it enough times, you can hear what he's saying. He doesn't speak that well of English, but he speaks it good enough to you can get the gist of what he's saying. <laughs> and he's saying we're we're putting nanotech in your ass. And then Klaus Schwab, like he says it, man. He says it. He says that this is the Great Reset. He says that this is the fourth industrial revolution. He says this is it. Human interaction is obsolete. We will use robots. We will use robots to do all the menial tasks for you. He says it all. This will be a fight between humans and robots. And we think the robots will win. I'll play you both clips. I will play you the clip of the Pfizer CEO telling you that we were we are going to use nanotech on you. And then I will play you the clip of Klaus Schwab saying that we are ushering in the fourth industrial revolution where humans are functionally obsolete. So here it is. The Pfizer CEO first. And another area that we announced today, uh, um, a partnership with BIM, are the rare diseases. These are diseases mainly that um, uh, uh, they have as a cause a mistake in your DNA. It's a genetic mistake. Something is wrong with your DNA, and as a result, you have a disease. Now, what we try to do with uh, the base gene editing technology, which uh, BIM is uh, a master, uh, yeah. it is to targets that will be delivered through mRNA that will be able to correct this mistake. There are several gene editing technologies. We did a lot of due diligence, and we thought that the base, this is how the technology base is the best and also did a lot of due diligence about companies and the best one was beam and this is why we we did this partnership we are having some other deals that we announced today that will help us to improve even further uh, the acuitas which is given us uh, license for 10 different targets in uh, the lnp uh, target lnp it is the lipid nanoparticles that are used to transfer the rna and the last but not least it is the codex. What codex technology is all about? They are uh, creating DNA instead of biological manufacturing, yeah. which means that you have virus to make it. It's a synthetic. So there's that. There's the Pfizer CEO saying that we're going to fix your genetic mistake that we've teamed up with a nanotech company to fix your genetics, to fix your genetic mistake. He says it right there. And I don't know, man. I don't know why people sort of aren't seeing this. He looks like a James Bond villain. 
he he looks and sounds and fits the bill of a J. That's the thing about all these guys, the, from the Pfizer CEO to Bill Gates to Klaus Schwab to even Fauci to a certain degree. They they all fit the bill of like a, of a James Bond villain or like a a Kingsman Kingsman level villain. It's it's just creepy, man. Batman Gotham City level villains just totally dictating where the world goes and what the future is going to hold for you. So there you go. You heard the Pfizer CEO. Now let me show you Klaus Schwab from, you know, years ago just saying stuff at his World Economic Forum that's basically the 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 forum, the corporation that he runs that are basically think about them as the hedge funders of world events. They say these world events are going to happen. They make these bold predictions. They tell you that there's going to be a virus. They tell you that climate change is going to hurt you. And then they influence these predictions into existence. So that's what the World Economic Forum is. These are the same people that tell you uh, in the future, you'll own nothing, you'll have nothing, and you'll be happy. So here he is, Klaus Schwab, the uh, chairman of the World Economic Forum. And what he's about to say, the clip I'm about to show you, it's going to coincide with uh, what the Pfizer CEO said prior. It's about the fourth industrial revolution and changing what it means to be human. He says, not only the way we interact with technology, but the way technology interacts with us. Here you go. Get a load of uh, Klaus Schwab. The difference of this fourth uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you. If you take a genetic editing, right. uh, just as an example, it's you who exactly. are changed. Yeah. And of yeah. course, this has a big impact on yeah. your identity. Yeah. And offers certain kinds of possibilities that have to be careful about. You know, yeah. when you began to... When you began to do that kind of gene editing, some people worry that you are changing what it means to be human. That's the problem. And, yeah. uh, it, uh, of course, the new uh, Industrial Revolution offers us many opportunities, but it raises many fold questions on the ethical, but even legal uh, implications. And we have to be prepared for it. And that's what we want to do in Davos next year. Talk about technology and how the ways it can be deployed, uh, you know, that contribute to growth rather than exacerbate unemployment. How will that implement itself? It's a big question mark because uh, there is a fear that uh, technology, robots, uh, just to take yeah. one yeah. You gain productivity from machines. Exactly. And it replaces maybe um, the workforce or jobs faster than we can replace them with the new jobs. Not everybody can be a robot polisher and so yes. on. So yes. there will be new jobs. So there you go. There he is. Another James Bond villain, another Batman Gotham City level villain, another Kingsman Hollywood movie villain that exists in real life, that has endless amounts of wealth, that has endless amounts of influence, has followers, has a course that he puts out for young global leaders. It's called the Young Global Leaders Course. And everybody from Justin Trudeau to the New Zealand Prime Minister to Emmanuel Macron in France... To 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 uh, to Dan Crenshaw, to, yeah, the likes of Dan Crenshaw, they're all graduates 
of this Klaus Schwab Young Global Leaders World Economic Forum course. And that's why they all say the same things. That's why they're all in synchronicity with each other. Another graduate of that course, the World Economic Forum course, is Bill Gates. And uh, I wouldn't call Bill Gates young by any stretch, but he seems like he's been around forever, this guy. He really, I mean, and he seems like he's been like the same age forever too, but he's 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 starting to look his age a little bit. Maybe it's a lot of life extension. Who knows? Who knows what the, I'm sure if you think life extension is far-fetched, you just heard the guy talking about nanotech. <laughs> you just heard about nanotech that you that he puts in your bloodstream. So, you know, life extension, that's uh that's 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 elementary level to these psychopaths. So yeah, Bill Gates, he's another one of these people that are ushering ushering in this, you know, Klaus Schwab, fourth, uh, fourth Industrial Revolution, sort of blueprint, Rockefeller blueprint. And he says it too. He says, he says bold statements just like the previous ones that I just showed you. He says it all too. He says that we need to get the carbon down to zero. We need to get the carbon down to zero. And the best way to do it is through vaccines. He says it. He says it at a TED Talk. He says, we need to get the population down. The world's biggest threat is overpopulation. And the best way to reduce the population is with vaccines. If we, he says, if we do really good with vaccines, we could get that number down. So don't believe me when I tell you this. I will play you the clip. You will hear Bill Gates himself saying it. Bill Gates, who has made even more money. Bill Gates, who is the created Microsoft and now all of a sudden he's the head of vaccine initiatives Bill Gates who bought up the majority of the farmland here in the United States he has all these business ventures he's into vaccines he's into your food he's into your tech here he is saying we need to get the population down to zero along with a compilation of a bunch of other weird, creepy stuff that he said throughout the years, coinciding with what Klaus Schwab says about the Fourth Industrial Revolution and coinciding with the experimental tech that the Pfizer CEO mentioned to you. So three completely different statements from three completely different years and and contexts and time periods, but you see that they all connect together. Here's William Gates. First, we've got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Now uh, that's back from high school algebra, but let's, let's take a look. Probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. If anything kills over 10 million people in the next few decades, it's most likely to be a highly infectious virus rather than a war. Not missiles, but microbes. 
The source of the virus could be a natural epidemic like Ebola, or it could be bioterrorism. The idea of a, a bioterrorist attack is kind of the nightmare scenario because they're a pathogen with a high death rate would be picked. Now, the good news is, okay. I'm not trying to depress you, it's tough enough Too late. right now, Too that late. most of the work we're going to do to be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one, most of the work we'll do to be ready for that are also the things we need to do uh, to minimize the threat of, of bioterrorism. We're taking things that are, you know, genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in the little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. And just by the way, the, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation's full name is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for Population Control. That is the full name of the foundation, okay? So if you don't believe me, you can look it up yourself. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for Population Control. So you see that all those clips that I just showed you from the Pfizer CEO to Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, chairman of the World Economic Forum, and Bill Gates, international quote-unquote philanthropist, multi-billionaire, more money than we even know that he even has, that, it, that it's even on public record, all saying the same things, all saying different things, but all saying the same things at the same time, because you have to know that they're all linked together and that they're all part of a plan. Everybody I talk to, they're always like, this makes no sense. This is all BS. All this COVID stuff is BS. None of these tests, all these, I think all these tests are BS. Yeah, that's good that you observed that they're BS. But then the next thing you have to do is you have to ask yourself, why are these people BSing me right to my face? Why is Fauci BSing me, telling me not to wear a mask and then telling me to wear two masks and then telling me if I'm vaccinated, I don't need a mask and then telling me if I'm vaccinated, I need to wear a mask if I can't social distance and then telling me I need to get boosted so I can have Thanksgiving with my family. Why are people lining up and getting tested even though they have no symptoms, but then they test positive? Day after day, lining up, test, 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 test. Oh, I got positive, but I don't have any symptoms. Too bad, I can't do anything now because I tested positive. Too bad, I'm just another statistic now because I tested positive. People have to start taking the next step in not just saying, oh, all this COVID stuff is crap, it's all BS. You got to ask yourself why. You know it's crap. You know in your gut it doesn't feel right. You know there's something afoot. And you got to ask yourself why and who does it advance and who has advanced since this pandemic and why have the mom and pop shops been shut mom and, mom and pop shops been shut down but all of the big corporation and all the big box stores remain open. Why are my, why am I more likely of catching covid at a mom and pop shop other than a Walmart or a Target. You have to ask yourself, why are these decisions being made? And then when you ask yourself why, you start to look into it. You start to connect those dots that you didn't even know were there. You start to see more dots and then they connect to another dot that you saw before. So a lot of dot connecting has to occur before you can really take that sort of full plunge. But once you start connecting those dots and once you, once you see where they connect and once you see which dots connect to each other, you suddenly have an epiphany that it is BS. 
And why is it BS? It's because it's a plan to BS you. It's a plan to bring in a new revolution. It's a plan to usher in to a new order of the world, or some would say, cliche, a new world order. What does that mean, a new world order? It means a new order of the world, a new way the world works, a new structure, a new foundation, a new baseline level of acceptancy between the masses. So it's going to take a lot for people. It's going to take a lot for people to understand really the ramifications about this stuff. And it's going to take a lot for people to abandon what they think they've known because that's that's the most difficult thing for people is... That, and that's why they're so resistant to hearing these type of things is because they have to now denounce everything that they thought was good or they thought was true or that they enjoyed in popular culture in their life. And it's a hard thing to do for a lot of people, man. I understand. I understand why people are so, they, they come across as so sheepish is because they really just don't want to face that this entire world that they've lived in is, is all a facade. But the faster you do that, the faster you sort of really come to terms, well, not just the world, but yourself. You have a lot of self-realization. So what does it all mean? What does it mean that Klaus Schwab wants a fourth industrial revolution and he has all these people in on it and all the big corporations are in on it and it's all, you know, under the guise of we're going to help you be healthy, uh, we're liberals, we're inclusive, we love you, but then on the other hand, we admit exactly what you're doing to you. Because that's what they do. There's, there's all, you know, Fauci goes up there and he says, science, 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 we love you so much, we just want to help you. And then on the other hand, the guy, Pfizer CEO, gets up there and says that we're <laughs> openly, he openly says that we're using nanotech. But I told you, I thought you told me it was just a vaccine. I thought you said there was no DNA altering components. I thought mRNA doesn't alter your DNA. All the articles come out and say that mRNA doesn't alter your DNA. You're a conspiracy theorist. Fact check, fact check, fact check. And then you look at all the so-called fact checkers and they are in lockstep with what these guys are saying, with what the Klaus Schwab's of the world are saying. So you gotta, you gotta understand that these people aren't going to wake up people that we call sheep or that we call hypnotized or that we call, you know, uninformed. It, at this point, it's really a, I don't want to say that it's a fruitless effort because I'm sure there's still those stragglers out there. But to wake somebody up now is to break down their entire foundation, is to break down the entire the entire pyramid of lies that have been built up in their conscious and subconscious. If somebody, because the, the, the first lie, once you believe the first lie that the, the coronavirus is a, is a bat virus and it's, it's killing everybody, then you're, you're hopeless because how am I going to get you if you're so far down the line that you believe all those lies? You can get to somebody that's, you know, maybe they think that the virus is legit and it's hurting people, but then they think it came from, they still think it came from the lab. Or rather, they know it came from the lab because it's a fact then those people are sort of, you know, able, you're able to reach out to them, but there's barometers and there's levels. There's levels to these sheep, basically, is what I'm trying to say. 
there's levels to these sheep and some of them are just such high level sheep that you you can't really dig them out of the hole that has been dug for them and that they're submerged in right now it's like with the flu like it's a perfect example it's the the flu how the flu disappeared and then returned all of a sudden it, the flu's gone for a year then it makes its triumphant return as it make it merges with corona and becomes fluorona i thought you told me the flu was gone I thought you told me that there were no flu cases. Now all of a sudden, it's back with a vengeance and has fused with the corona. And then people buy that. People, people sit there and they're like, oh my God, I think I got fluorona. It's just a joke, man. It's just a joke. So there's, there's just, there's some of these high level sheep that are just so, have been just so stacked with lies. The lies are just so stacked and that like they're just buried. Their, their inner soul, their inner consciousness is just buried under the weight and the stacks of lies that the stacks of lies that have been laid upon them day after day, month after month, ever since, ever since even before the corona. Maybe they're just fans of of, of Jimmy Kimmel or Stephen Colbert, if they still exist, but maybe they're just fans of the view. Maybe they're just fans of Howard Stern and they just sit there and want to enjoy the Howard Stern show and they don't even realize, they, they liked it, they enjoyed it prior before the corona stuff happened and now they can't stop listening to it because they have such a built-in fan base but now it's just total propaganda being shoved down into them. More stacks of lies. So the lies are coming from all angles and it's all basically the same lie. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff like, oh, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. But it's all basically the same lie. Be in fear of COVID. Get vaccinated. You're going to die. People who, who, people who don't take the vaccine are bad. That is the blanket sort of notion that the antenna is being signaled out to all the people through so many different things. Like The View. Like The Howard Stern Show. Not just CNN. Like, like the movies that you watch, like the Netflix shows that you watch. All the messages are in there. So to break down that brick wall of lies, when more bricks, when more lie bricks, if we're going to still be using analogies here, when more bricks of lies are added to that wall, it becomes harder and harder to break through. So we're just at a point now where it's very difficult and some people's walls of lies have been built up so hard. They're almost beyond saving at this point, but I guess that's how natural selection works. It's really tragic to say it like that, but it just seems like that's the way of the world and that's maybe how the globalists wanted it. But at the same token, there are people that are waking up and like there's, there has been a bigger awakening now more than ever because with more the, with the more egregious and the more bold that the lies get and the more lies, it only, it only takes one, it only takes one lie for somebody to, to say that's BS. What else is BS that they've been telling me, you know? Everybody sort of has like that one moment, that one lie 
that one story that just didn't sit right with, with them, and then that domino affects them into looking, th- looking into things. The, the first dot that somebody connects, you know? When I talk about that, when you see lies in the media, when, when you start to recognize, I, I call them dots in the constellation. There's a bunch of dots in the constellation. And the more dots that you see, the more you start to connect the dots and see that they create a bigger picture. And you see that these little dots, these little stories, these little things like the vaccine not working or like them telling you to wear a mask or uh, like them talking about transhumanism and then talking about transgender and wanting to push transgender on children you see these dots and you may initially think that they're all unrelated but then you start to make these connections like why do they want to push transgender on children because they want to obscure and confuse the what it means to be a human what it means to have a gender what it means to have an identity as a human that you can mix and match and be whatever you want. And that ushers in the transhumanism agenda. That you can you could be a girl if you're a man. You could be a man if you're a girl. You could be a robot if you're a human. You could be not a robot, but you can you can be more than a human. You're not just relegated to what you were born with. And you know what, dude? I'm not against somebody wanting to be a woman if they're a man. I'm not against somebody wanting to be a man if they're a woman. I'm not against gay people. And I'm not against cybernetics either. Cybernetics can be really good for people, okay? If somebody has a if somebody has an amputated arm and they want to get a prosthetic that can work just like a real arm and it gives that person quality of life, that's a good way that the technology is being used. It's it's to empower the human. But the way that the globalist agenda, the way the fourth industrial revolution agenda is pushing these things and especially pushing it on children, it's not to empower you. It's the transgender stuff is to confuse you, to obscure your idea of sexuality, gender, and what it means to just, just be human. Which then, if you get if you make that the culture and get people okay with that at a young age, it it greases the wheels for people to now accept the transhumanism agenda. Even though they don't really want transhumanism for you. They want to have all the cool transhumanist technology. They want to use the transhumanist agenda to further enslave you. So they're using the transgender and sexual agenda rhetoric to enslave you, to enslave your mind, to scramble your mind, and then to use technology and transhumanism to further enslave you. So it's all just different ways of enslaving you. The medical tyranny is also another way of enslaving you.
locking you down and keeping you in your house and not letting you open your businesses, enslaving you, increasing the gas prices to fight against man-made climate change. And that's another thing that we can get into with man-made climate change. That's another way to enslave you. It's another just way to squeeze you. They're squeezing all these different little bands around you. You can't go here if you're a vaccine. You have to pay more money for gas. You shouldn't have a car. You don't deserve to have private property. You need to wear a mask even though you've had a vaccine. You need to get tested constantly. Soon, you need to have this chip in your brain. They already have. You need to have this passcode. Not even a chip in your brain, chip on your skin, anything. Klaus Schwab even says that too. I could play that clip where he says it's in French, so it won't really translate well to a podcast, but he says it in French. He says that um, humans will have supercomputers. He says this in he says this in 2015. He's on French TV saying it. He says humans will have supercomputers in their pockets that they carry with them all the time. Then it will become accessories that they wear, a la Google Glasses, smartwatches, Fitbits, um, you know, you name it. And then, he says, it will become part of their physiology. So it will be implanted into their body. So he, 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 they say all these things, they have these plans, and they're executing them right now whether you like it or not, you know? And if you don't believe me, you can look it up yourself. You can go on DuckDuckGo. You can just type in Klaus Schwab French TV uh, microchip or something like that, and it'll, it'll pop up. So I'm not just some guy sitting here, like, making these proclamations and making these huge declarations and accusations about people. I'm, I'm just telling you what they say. I'm just telling you what they say because it creeps me out and I think other people should be creeped out by it too. So, you know, there is that little rant about transhumanist agenda and Bill Gates depopulation agenda and transgender agenda and how they're all one agenda, all different dots in the same constellation. So there's that for the uh, first podcast, first ever Joe Wakili podcast, where uh, it doesn't really have an official name yet, but you know we're, we'll work on it. But other than a catchy and silly name. I just want to open people up to understanding why they have uneasy feelings about this whole current situation that we live in. Not just saying, oh, that COVID's BS and then just leaving it at that. But you got to ask yourself why. You got to ask yourself who does it interest. You got to ask yourself where does it come from? Who had the idea to BS me? People don't just BS you because it's funny. You know, or just because they want to. There's there's a bigger agenda going on here when somebody is blatantly lying to the entire world. And it's not just somebody. It's almost everybody in concert with each other. And then there's some who believe the lies, and then there's some 
who can see through them. If you're lucky enough to see through them, you gotta dig deeper. You gotta understand why you're being lied to. And this podcast, I just sort of wanted to take that first step into understanding why the lies are coming at you. Maybe you've never heard of Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum, you know? Maybe you dismiss Bill Gates as just this nerdy billionaire Microsoft guy, but oh, now all of a sudden he's deeply involved with healthcare. And oh, now it's not all of a sudden that he's deeply involved with healthcare. He's been involved for a while through his foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for Population Control that I was speaking about earlier. Maybe you've never even thought about Pfizer's CEO and who he is and who his interests might be. Little aside too, in Israel, the most vaccinated country in the world, the only vaccine you can get is Pfizer. Just a little food for thought right there, just something interesting that I thought. The only vaccine you can get in the most vaccinated country on the planet is only Pfizer. So how does that not be a conflict of interest for Mr. Pfizer CEO, James Bond villain? So hopefully that opened you up a little bit and you can maybe start to connect more dots. Maybe I showed you more stars in your constellation that you can start to connect more of some of the people that are really pulling the strings of lies. But those people at the top that are pulling the strings, they have no power unless there's somebody on the other side of those strings. So next week, that's what I want to get into. I want to talk about the puppet politicians out there and specifically the ones from Australia because if you don't know, Australia is under complete authoritarianism, complete just lack of freedom. And I want to show you their politicians and the way they speak. And when you hear these Australian politicians, what you're going to notice is that there is a complete lack of humanity, a complete divorce of empathy. These Australian politicians are merciless and cold, and the way they speak, you're just going to ask yourself, how can somebody be so heartless and so cruel? So that's what I'm going to expose to you, because maybe you've never thought about Australia. Maybe you've never looked into the COVID conditions and the policies that are going on in Australia and the authoritarian government that the Australian citizens are living under. Maybe you've never cared, but I'm going to tell you that you should care because that is what they want the fate of the world to be. And Australia is not even done yet. They're just farther along in the Great Reset, New World Order, Fourth Industrial Revolution progress. It's all a global plan. There's just some countries that are further ahead, like Israel, like Canada. But next week, I'm going to talk to you specifically about Australia. So until then, God bless, peace out, and uh, start connecting those dots.